Bang bang. Look, picture this. Um, you and your family are standing butt naked in the in the middle of a parking garage, and you're covered in petrol. Standing there shivering. Petrol's cold. And there's a man standing in front of you, smoking a cigar. Uh, he's got a nickname like, you know, ben, like Benny the Butcher or like, um, you know, um, the Fireman. The Fireman, probably, would be his name. And you'd know his name because he'd probably be wearing a, a name tag. And you'd be, you know, you and your family, your two young children who are, you know, old enough to recognize what's going on. Of shaking in fear and in coldness because remember you're, you're covered in petroleum um and this you know the fireman he has one last puff on his uh cigar and he throws he throws it at you and you guys light up your whole family lights up now i'm not saying that if you don't sign up to bet with joel that's gonna happen but I'm not saying that it's not going to happen. So I, I think the, the best thing you can do is sign up to Bet With Joel at betwithjoel.com slash ref. That's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty and to promo code potty exclusive 50. P-O-D-D-Y exclusive 5-0 for 50% off your first week subscription. Uh, or potty 30, P-O-D-D-Y 3-0 for 30% off the NBA package. And it's playoff time right now. This is, there's games on every day, big games. Players are coming to perform and, you know, Make make a legacy. You can make some money while they're making a legacy, and you can you know protect your family while you're at it. You know there there is of course the the problem of going into debt with you know bad people. So you could end up signing up with Bet with Joel, and this scenario still plays out the same way. I'm not saying that will happen, but I, yeah, you know I'm not saying that it won't. So the best thing you can do is sign up. Bet with Joel. Betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty potty exclusive 50 or potty 30 for your associated discounts. Uh, and if you want to just support Welcome to the Potty, um, you know, straight up, just go to welcome to the potty.com slash store and buy yourself a Welcome to the Potty unsourced t shirt. These things are soft as baby shit, bro. These t shirts, dude. I uh I called I called my t-shirt a bitch the other day and started crying, bro, because it's so soft. <laughs> uh, welcome to the potty.com slash store. Buy yourself an unsourced t-shirt. Automatic plus 10 to 15 swag points um, if you are a creative player. So think about that. Let's start the show. Welcome to the Welcome to the party, bung bung. It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems. Okay, a the milkman. Because I always deliver. Aka the PhD of podcast and the uh, Magnum PI of podcast and the captain, the Johnny fucking drama of podcasting, because I have got the cleanest asshole in Hollywood. Yes. I got a colonoscopy the other day, and guess what? I don't have anything major going on in my guts. Uh, no home loans. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I, I've got Hemis 
And you guys, you know, you could go back probably about 200 episodes and find an episode called Hemi Turn. And about, it was about this time, three or four years ago, a few, a few Zs ago, we went to Melbsey and I got so fucked up and smoked so many cigarettes that I went back, uh, I drove back to Albury. I was living in Albury at the time, playing for the Mighty Bandits. And um, I could barely sit in my, in my uh, driver's seat of my car because my asshole hurt so much. And that was, that's called getting a hemi turn. When you drink, you know, three bottles of Henny in three days and you get Hemis. Henny transfers to Hemis. Uh, and that's not a good, you know, marketing campaign for Hennessy. And I would like Hennessy to sponsor the show at some point. So um, it's not Hennessy that does it. It's excessive drinking and cigarettes. I'd say it's the cigarettes. Don't do cigarettes. Don't smoke kids. Um, but I will say this. And I don't, I'm not a smoker. I sometimes, you know, I dabble. But I'll say this. Smoking is fucking cool. Okay. Um, you look cool. You feel cool. It gives you confidence. I'm not the most confident man in the world. And when I've got a cigarette in my hand, I may as well have a fucking bag of cocaine up my nose. When I've got a cigarette in my hand, I feel like I could fuck up Mike Tyson. You understand me? I feel like I could, you know, ride a motorcycle backwards and I mean the motorcycle is going forwards but I'm sitting on it backwards that's how I feel like when I've I feel like when I've got a cigarette in my hand I feel like I'm wearing a leather jacket even though I'm not I don't even own one so so that's what that's all I'm saying but don't you know you could get hemorrhoids is all I'm saying I've got them but you know I went out last night and um guilt drank guilt free for the first time in uh, probably months, probably this year almost. Guilt-free drinking. Um, I can't wait to see that clip. I think my hand. I think I. W- I think I went full Ricky Bobby. I think I was sitting here like this for like a minute. <laughs> um, yeah. So I went out guilt-free drinking. Got uh pretty faded. And I will. I will say this. This. This is everybody. This is everybody's dream from from a young age, especially if you are. You know, you've you know you've got some financial difficulties, and you you but you're you're balling on a budget, okay? And I was balling on a budget last night, and what I noticed was I said I said all right, one more drink and I'm out of here. This is what I said to my friend Chet, who I was out with, and um and he's like yeah, yeah no worries. I got the round, and she, the the bartender did an accident, okay? So she went to press two zero. Number two, number zero dollars, you know, $20, $10 each for drinks. This is what we're paying out here. It's fucking, it's highway robbery, but she she slipped or she didn't press the zero hard enough. Bang, I just got two drinks for $2. Yes, I will have another. Easy money. <laughs> so, so that was, you know, that's, that's, that's a win. That's a win in my book. And maybe, maybe she fucking fleeced me. Maybe she was like, oh, you know what? Um, I just heard this guy say last drinks. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pretend I fucked up here and then he'll buy another drink and we've just made an extra $2. But you haven't, see, because you actually, you know, you poured two, two 30 mil shots into, into cups, which are probably worth, mm, probably, honestly, not much more than $2. The markup on alcohol is fucking 
just otherworldly. If you're in the club and you get bottle service, you're paying $600 for a bottle of vodka, bro. I've been there. I've done it. I bought a bottle of Hennessy in the club. Uh, no, it was $300. I paid $300 for a what was probably a $70 bottle of alcohol. And if you, you know, if you think about $10, $10 um, drinks, and I think the standard is like 23 drinks in a bottle. So that's $230 for a bottle of gin that they bought for like 40 bucks. But they bought it wholesale too. So they probably got it for like, you know, 28 bucks. They're making a killing, guys. Why don't you own a bar? You would be fucking rolling in it, you idiots. Oh, Bitcoin. Oh, Bitcoin. I'm going to be rich. <laughs> Buy a bar, dude. There's absolutely no risk associated with it. Um, by the way, it's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. This is not a financial advice podcast. This is a comedy podcast. Okay, so, you know, if you go and start a bar and it's shit and it makes no money, that's on you, bro. You got you to gotta have a plan. Like, if you, if you had a bar with, um, you know, what's something that they're not doing? Um, let's say, let's say you have to dress up nice. First off people, people, that's a, that's like a, um, I would say, uh, what's the fucking, here we go again. No access to my fucking vocab. Um, uh, it's like a, I'm, I'm, I'm such a fat cunt. I'm thinking about the word delicacy, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, it's like a, it's a, you know, it's exciting. It's a, it's a thing that you don't get to do much. No one has to dress up to go out. You should see everybody out there. There's fat bitches with their tits falling out of their shirts. And it, and then you got dudes, dude, there was a dude come up to Chet last night. PSA, there's a public service announcement. If you're around Chet, you're going to catch something. Okay, there's a new, if there's a new strain of COVID, I know where it's at. It's at Chet's house. This motherfucker is on the street. And Chet, Chet took my advice, my financial advice, and he's opening a, a nightclub, okay? And he took me through it last night. Behind the scenes, he's got the keys. He does the alarm. You know, I don't know if this is allowed. I don't know. Maybe he's not opening it and he's robbing the place. I don't fucking know. But he took me in there. And while he's getting the keys out, this guy who's got an open wound on his face... He's bleeding from his face. He's doing well, okay? Um, he comes and he's talking to Chet as close as I'm talking to this microphone, okay? And then he touches me and I, you know, I'm a bit lit. And I'm like, hey, you don't need to fucking touch me, bro. <laughs> and then we went into the bar and and the guy, um, he's trying to get in the door and Chet's closing it. And I'm, I, beca- I became something that I hate, which is the hold me back guy. So we're already in and Chet's closing the door and then I start chirping at this cunt like a like a small dog behind a fence. You know? Yeah. So I'm saying to this guy, I'm like, I'm like, get the fuck out of the door, man. Like I just I turn into the act this guy and then Chet's like, dude, he's not doing anything. I was like, um you you know, you've got the new strain, dude. He's all up in your grill with this open wound on his head. And I, God knows what he was talking about. And his friend, you know, he was tall. The guy, he's the guy's friend. And he was, 
you know, he was clearly pretty intoxicated as well and maybe homeless. And he, um, he was even trying, he's like, come on, man, let's go. He was a quiet guy. He was a quiet guy, but, um, so I didn't have any problems with him. Um, but yeah, I just didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to catch anything. It's, it's very delicate out in these streets right now. Things are, things are dicey. It's COVID. I haven't been vaccinated because, you know, do I believe in it? I think so. I think so. They're all, you know, they're talking, they're talking, uh, oh, oh, but it's so quick. Oh, it came out so quick. Yeah, dude. Yeah, but the last vaccine came out, it took three years. Yeah, dude. And that, when was the last fucking vaccine made? Two decades ago? Like, yeah, technology advances. I'm sure this shit works. You know, some people are dying of blood clots. So maybe it doesn't fucking work. I don't, I didn't get it. I don't really want it. What am I, what? I've been in Adelaide for 12 months, over 12 months with this coronavirus and I haven't caught it. You And you want me to get a fucking vaccination? I'm good, bro. I'm good, baby. I, I've had two coronavirus tests in one year and been negative both times. Um, You know, if you, if you have a sick day at my work, they make you get a test even if you don't, you know, even if you're just hung over and you don't want to go to work, so you tell them you're sick, you have to go get a fake COVID test. Anyway, I hope no one at work listens to this. I'm pretty sure my boss knows about this show. I just don't, I don't surely he doesn't listen to every episode. It's playoff time though, and he's a he's a fucking NBA junkie, so maybe he wants to get his his playoff fix here. But anyway, long story short, um, I don't have irritable bowel syndrome. Crohn's disease, bowel cancer. Um, what's the other one? Ulcerative colitis. I don't have any of that shit. I've got hemis. So got to stick some cream up my anus and shit's, shit's sweet. Um, dude, I watched this video yesterday or the day before on Mark Rebillet. I think that's how you say it. Or Rebillet or Mark Rebillet. He's a, he's like a, He's like a song, I'd say he's a songwriter or a mu- musician, but he's like comedy. And he um he did a live stream on Twitch with this other guy who's like a freestyle rapper. Like that's his his whole thing. Like I don't even know if he's got albums, but his name's Harry Mack, white guy. And they did this um stream and then like um Mark Rebier, he's doing all the music live. This is live doing all the music with the keyboard and the sound pad and he's doing all this. He's got his own board, man. He is his own board, man. I've got my own board, man. And he's back again. Board man gets paid. Um, And yeah, they're in there. And the level of talent that I'm seeing, they're, they're bouncing back and forth off each other, freestyling, like they're, they're, they're doing like a chorus and shit. And I... And I start, like, my eyes start welling up with tears. <laughs> I start fucking borderline crying because of how talented these people are. And I don't know if that's a... I don't know what kind of emotional response that is. I don't... I don't, Dude, you remember Ellen? She, um... You know, apparently she's a real cunt to work for. And she, um... She used to have a TV show. Uh, she Well, she's had two TV shows. She had a sitcom, which was trash. And she came out as a lesbian on it and was, you know, hailed a hero. This is back when lesbians weren't really allowed. Um, she, uh... So she did that and then she 
you know, she got given a talk show and that, that shit went on and on and on. And it was the same, same show every day, you know, Oh, look, here's a celebrity pretending they're, they're just like you and me. And here's a kid dancing. And every time there was a kid dancing, my, the same response, I would just about cry. And I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand it, dude. You know, some people are watching like dogs being returned to their rightful owners and people coming home from war and visiting their kid on the fucking football field. And that, that makes people cry. But I cry when, you know, people are good at singing and dancing. <laughs> Man, you corny. <laughs> um, so I don't know what that's about. Um, it's funny. It's funny looking at those kids as well on Ellen and they're so sweet. And then you just, you snap back to reality, right? Like, B, like B rabbit. And, um, and if you haven't seen eight mile, kill yourself. Uh, here's the keys, key yourself. Um, <laughs> these kids, you, you snap back to reality. Oh, you fucking prick. We've lost the camera connection. Um. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah. So you you snap back to reality. Now now I'm talking to a camera that's not even recording. It's, it feels weird. Um. Oh, here we go. No. Okay. Whatever. Um. You snap back to reality. I'll say it one more time. <laughs> you snap back to reality, and you realize that these kids, as they look so sweet on this show, doing their dance, and that you know they're kids, so they're not fully um developed then their motor skills so they're a bit like weird looking when they're doing all their their bopping and shit or what it pop locking and it's like oh this is so cute this is so cute that and then you realize that kid's gonna grow up to probably be a pedophile <laughs> another one yeah another one dude that and that's and that's just the the reality of it that's the long and the short of it um these kids that are walking around and you think are so cute are going to be pedophiles and, um, you know, maybe become congressmen who want to ban abortion or things like that. You know, this is this is the kids that you look at every day. That's what they're going to grow up to turn into. That's the world that we're living in. So that's just a bit of Sunday motivation for you guys on a long weekend. I hope, <laughs> I hope you've had a great weekend. I hope you have fun. Um, and I hope, you know, you know, reality checks are important sometimes. Reality checks are important. If you have a child, just sit down and think about what that thing's going to turn into. Because it's mostly going to be, it's most likely going to be a monster. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, this is Bung Bung Coffee, the best coffee in not only Adelaide, but the world. It won um, the award. Won the World Coffee Award for best coffee ever made. So... Get it. Bungbungcoffee.com. Um, it's the best. <laughs> well, let's go to Clay's reviews. <laughs> Comedy action or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's reviews. Um, Atlanta childish Gambino who doesn't he doesn't like to be called that anymore Donald Glover he is the creator one of the writers producers directors all that he does it all um you know main the main talent he is a broke dude who um manages his cousin's rap career 
His cousin's name's Paperboy, and let me tell you this. His cousin is essentially me, okay? But fat and dark-skinned. Okay, so essentially me, but dark-skinned. Um, and he, yeah, his mannerisms are very similar to mine. Um, he, not the most positive guy in the world, not the most um, personable, you know? He's in this profession where he, where people recognize him I want to come up to him and get photos and shit, and he hates that, right? And that's, you know, that's me. Basketball, comedy. You think you can just fucking talk to me and tell me how tall I am? I'll fucking kill you, dude. I will, you know... I'll burn your fucking house down. Okay? <laughs> Don't fucking talk to me. <laughs> um, But this show, yeah, it's fucking... It's extremely well-written and extremely well acted, okay? And I think, I think there's, what is it, two or three seasons on binge. And it starts off, it's more like comedy at the start, and it kind of transitions into this fucking dark vibe in the second half of the, let's say I watched two seasons, second half of the second season. Got real dark and like weird. But uh, it was so well done, man. So well done. There's, you know, family relationships, you know? So there's uh, Donald Glover, whose name is Earn, and then Paperboy, and they've got, like, a bit of friction, but he's, like, Paperboy's trying to look out, look out for family, right? Then Earn and his girlfriend, or baby moms, uh, their relationship is, you know, all over the place and depressing. Um there's like a best friend. I forgot what his name is, but he's played by Lakeith Stanfield, who I like. He's the guy. Um, did you see Uncut Gems? He's the uh, the guy with all the braids in that one. And he's also in Get Out. He's the guy who gets a blood nose. And he's, I think he, I think he actually says the words Get Out in that film. But anyway, he's in it. And he's hilarious. He's like, he's basically Kyrie Irving. He's all um, spiritual and um, high. He's high all the time. And um, what? Well, how long is this fucking review going to go for? What are we doing? Uh, Atlanta, fucking nine out of 10. The only reason, the only reason that I probably had to take a point off was honestly, like it just took such a a crazy turn out of, out of comedy into like, drama dramedy maybe um but they did it so well maybe maybe you don't take the point off i don't know but it's highly high i highly recommend it man atlanta it's on binge um i don't know what network it's on in the u.s fx showtime who fucking knows binge get it on binge uh and i watched on netflix Richard Jewell, um, and my man Sam Rockwell is in it, and I love Sam Rockwell. And Richard Jewell, it's a, it's based on a true story, and I actually studied this story when I was doing my communications degree in college, because it's basically the story of how me like it was trial by media. Um. So this guy, Richard Jewell, he's he's a bit of a loser. He lives with his mom. He's a fatty. And he he wants he just cares about law enforcement. He wants to be a cop. He he's a security guard at a college. He gets fired because he's 
he's going outside of his jurisdiction. He's pulling over people on the fucking highway and he's a college security guard, you know? That's what he's doing. He gets fired. Then he gets a job as security guard at the 96 Olympics in Atlanta. And I didn't realize, I, I forgot that this guy, this happened in Atlanta. So it's funny that I actually watched Atlanta as well. But um, uh, he discovers a bomb at the Olympics and gets people out, like gets people out of the way and shit. And he gets to, made out to be a hero. And, you know, about three days later, uh, the FBI leaks to the media that he's the prime suspect as the, as the bomber. And um, basically fucks his whole life up, right? And it's, yeah, the media have no facts. There's no facts anywhere. It's just, and then, yeah, everyone's just turned this guy into this villain and he, yeah, he didn't do it, right? Um, and the reason I'm sort of spoiling it is because this is, you know, there's a true story. This happened. You, like if you, it's readily available information. You know, I knew about it before I watched it and it still was, um, still was a good watch. So, yeah, man, I would, I would, I would recommend it. Um, it had, it, it, it had a good pace to it. Um, it was easy to watch. Well, it was easy in terms of fucking the actual movie, but I've got these two goddamn dogs that are just doing my head in. So every five minutes, I got to fucking pause it and take them outside or break them up. They're fighting. So I'm not kidding. It's a two-hour movie. It took me five hours. To watch it. it took me a whole fucking day. I had a day off because I just, you know, had my asshole investigated. But um, yeah, it took me a whole day to watch the damn thing. But it's two hours. It's pretty easy watch. The ending was anticlimactic, man. It just sort of like ended, and it wasn't like I couldn't. I didn't celebrate. I wasn't surprised. I didn't just. It just. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they. They almost didn't have a goal in in the mind. They like sort of told the story. And you know how you tell a story and then there's an ending? They, instead of making an ending, they sort of just said the end. So that was weird. But still good. Seven out of ten for that one. Uh, let's do sports. Before I get into the the NBA, <clears throat> I'm just going to let you guys know this. I'm second in 40 tips. I'm behind by one. Uh, there's a chance. There's a chance for the boss man this year. I was second to last last year, and this year I picked up my fucking game. And Geelong beat Port the other day, and I fucking picked, I picked Geelong. So suck on my boss. Two time. Okay? Anyway, NBA... Turn your mic up. We're going to talk NBA. Uh, yeah, slide that up to about where mine is. And you have to you have to eat the mic. So just bring it in. Um, all right. I'm going to... We're going to start in the west. Um, cut the theme as well. Because that'll just, that'll just go on and on. There we go. Um, Suns... Versus Nuggets, Suns are up 2-0. Is there a game on today? Those two aren't playing. I don't think. I'll have a look. Bring it up. Um, what what do you what do you think about the Suns? Do you think do you think they're frauds or do you think they've like they've 
is is this point where they're at right now? Do you think that is enough evidence to say that they are who they are? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Devin Booker's a fucking killer, dude. Yeah, and that's that's the main reason. Why yeah, I'm and then they've got you know Chris Paul. What do you think about this guy turning down forty mil? Chris Paul. Yeah. Well, as an extension. Yeah, he wants a he wants a uh, max next year. What's a max like forty five these days? I don't know. It's a big ask at that age. Yeah, and he's always injured. Yeah, he's. If he keeps it together this playoff run, though, then yeah, but I still wouldn't give him that. He got injured in the first round. Like he didn't, yeah. you know, it didn't end his run. But like, it fucking could. I, I was expecting it to. <clears throat> I don't know. Let's see how we go in this round. Yeah. But uh, DeAndre Ayton's playing well. Uh, he's been understated yeah. uh, because of the performances around him. But he's he's fucking... He's Every time I watch them play, he hasn't missed. Yeah. I think he's shooting like 70%. Yeah, like, that's, fucking um, hell. That's unsourced, but... <laughs> yeah, it's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But, um, yeah, they're, they're up. No, I lie. They are playing today. Phoenix, Denver. What time? 11.30. That um, shit that might have to get get streamed while we're putting the TV together. Yep. I got a new TV, um, seventy five inches, so about seventy four inches bigger than your dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Jokic got announced as MVP, deservingly. Yeah, yeah, and he's getting he's getting swept just about. Yes, in, in the no second way. round, mm. uh, we'll, I mean, we'll find out. But um, you know, Jamal Murray, they're they're missing him, which which That's hurts. It. You ask without you, without your wingman. Yeah. Um. And but I think what's his name is returning today. Will Barton, because he's okay. been injured. Uh, I think the plan is he's supposed to go through uh, warm ups, and if he can make it through warm ups, he'll play. Um. Yeah, but I don't know. I still don't know if that's enough. Yeah. Nah. I don't think that's enough. Well, yeah, was you're that, talking Will that? Will Barton, Devin Booker. You know, I. You got at this point, Denver's just got, just got to hope that um, Phoenix uh, cools down. I, I think. I can see him snagging one or two games, but I think it's the Phoenix series. Yeah, and then that that'll end up going across to Jazz Clippers. The winner of Jazz Clippers will be facing. Likely Phoenix coming out uh, in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, well, let's not call it. Let's not call it too no, early. But early days. But Jazz Clippers and Jazz are also up two zero on the Clips. Yeah, I mean the Clippers dug their way out of two zip last series against Dallas. Yeah, no reason they can't do it again. But we'll see. Donovan Mitchell. They are playing the number one team now, so it's a little bit different. Yeah, the whole league. Um. Donovan Mitchell is fucking built for this time of year. Yeah, he's a superstar. Um, I, I don't know if everybody remembers Shaq called Donovan Mitchell out earlier this this season. I think it was this season. Yeah, yeah. Saying I forgot what he said. Like he's not a superstar, or like, what did he say? He's not something along those something lines. along those lines. Then the, I think like the very next day. He like had like a fucking fifty point game or some shit, uh, and then Shaq 
Shaq ended up saying, you know, I knew that it would do that. I was trying to motivate him. I don't know. You know, that's pretty unsourced to me. I think he's just a bit of a hater at times. But um, if if you're not a believer in Donovan Mitchell right now, I think you got, you know, touch of the downs. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty early in his career still, but I saw some stat the other day. Apparently, he's like one of four players that are averaging over 25 points per game having played, like, a certain amount of playoff games in their career. Yeah. And the others are, like, KD and LeBron, out of, like, active players. Yeah. So he's in some pretty good company in that regard. Yeah, and they said something about he he, he scored, like, he scored 490 points this playoffs or something. Ready. Yeah. That's <laughs> fucking nuts. Um, so, yeah, the Jazz are not torching the Clippers. They, they won pretty much on the buzzer the other day. So it's, you know, it's a tough matchup, but um, playoff P. Oh, man. Yeah. He's a sicko, dude. Um, And he, you know, everyone was talking shit last year about playoff P, pandemic P. Uh, and then he come out and he said, everybody's going to pay. Um, bruh. You're... We know your pedigree, and playoff ain't it. Nah. He's, dude. I saw a funny meme, dude. It's basic, is basic as hell, but it's true. Um, it was a brick. It was a picture of a brick, <laughs> and it was the ball. It said the ball every time, uh, playoff P touches it. <laughs> I just, I just don't get it. He was like, he was. He was in bloody MVP contention two years ago. Yeah. And it just gets to a certain time of the year and the guy just forgets what he does. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder what he'll blame it on this year because last year was his, you know, mental health in the bubble and all this, you know. I don't, you know, I, ro- I roll my eyes at that because um, you're not alone. Like there's, there's people all over the world with no money and no friends and family, alcoholics that couldn't go to AA meetings, you know, and you're in the bubble getting fucking five-star meals and getting paid millions of dollars and you're fucking worried about it. You know, you're fucking your coach's daughter or something. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think the Clippers still in this. They got, got Kawhi. He's, Show what he can do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kawhi single-handedly got him over Dallas. Yeah. Um, he didn't miss in that fourth quarter. I think it was like... Yeah, that was game fucking... Six, game six. Yeah. That was, yeah, absolute insanity. Uh, and then... Um, uh, oh, shit. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. All of the, the like, Supermax contracts. Um, it's been announced three separate occasions this, this year of the largest deal ever in NBA history. So the first one was Curry. He was going to be the first one to sign like a certain amount. Um, and then uh, Luca, they announced like Luca was going to be even more than that. And now they've announced that Jokic is going to be even more than that. How much we, I didn't think Luca was at the point where he could make that much. I thought he had to be in the league for like a certain amount of years before you get in that type of Maybe it's for like that stage in his career he's getting. Oh, okay, right. I feel like you got to be at least like a seven-year vet or something before you get like actual max contracts. But once oh, again, this is source, yeah, right. What I thought. Maybe it's like Jokic probably be eligible by now though. Yeah, so he, 
I don't remember how many years it was over either. Okay. Um, so maybe it was like the biggest number, but maybe it was over like more years or something. Because Curry's was like over four or something. Like 240 over four, I think. It was crazy. crazy. And then, yeah, I think they said like Lucas was like a little bit higher than that. But I think they said like Jokic was like 260 or something over something. Nuts. Mm. Um, Over to the east. Nets, Bucks, uh, 2-1 Nets. Yeah. Um, Tight one, game three. I didn't get to watch it, but... Close finish. Yeah. Uh, Did you catch it? No, I didn't. But I've, I saw that uh, Giannis has been called for two foul line violations in this series. While shooting free throws? Yeah. Ten second violations. Oh, right. Yeah. But, like, he does it every time, but they're just not consistently calling it. But in in Brooklyn, Brooklyn put a shot clock, uh, uh, stopwatch up on the Jumbotron. And the league told him to stop it. Yeah. Um, and so that was getting to about 12 seconds every time. And then in Milwaukee, there must have been Brooklyn fans there. There's just someone screaming, just counting. And he got he got to about 12 as well. Uh, yeah. I didn't realise it was such an issue for him. Yeah, he's, he's there. He's fucking just sitting there. Um, but I don't know. Even though, the, even though the Bucks are snagged one, I feel like they're just being fucking outclassed. See them coming out of this series. Yeah, I was, you know, I was optimistic just because I just don't like super teams winning. Um, you know, I didn't like KD going to the Warriors. It was fun, you know, it was fun to watch. But I liked the Warriors um, winning before that just because they were all drafted there. Yeah. Um, but KD's gone, and you know, he's got every fucking all star in the league playing for him, and um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was thinking, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe Drew can match up on Kyrie defensively. He's a good defender. Maybe um, Giannis can do something to KD. You can't do anything to KD. He needs an inch. That's all. And he can create space so easily. Yeah, you just go pick your poison with that guy. Yeah. And get his points. And then, like, Middleton, you know, I was thinking maybe Middleton and Harden, but, like, I, like, I don't know, man, like. That's not a great matchup either. But he's even Harden, playing. Harden hasn't played yet. He hasn't played. Um, <clears throat> and that's their best hope, I guess, is only having to contain two guys. But then you've got Joe Harris shooting fucking like six of eight threes. Blake Griffin looking like Blake Griffin again. Yeah, Blake Griffin, the greatest finesse job on yeah. the league <laughs> of all time. The meme that's been going around is Triple H in the wheelchair with the fake cast. Oh, yeah. And he stands yeah. up. It's like Blake, Blake Griffin as soon as he gets to Brooklyn. <laughs> Yeah, he's been looking great. And it's good to see that. It's like a um, – because, I mean, he was still productive in Detroit. Yeah, he just, like, started playing below the rim, I guess. Brought in a yeah. three-point shot. Um, But it's good. It's good to see him and uh, D-Rose um, sort of making uh, – rejuvenating their careers. Um, Yeah, but I think that's – even though it's only – it's 2-1 – and the Bucks are still in it. I, th- I, I just, I think that one's over. I think the Nets just kind of walk through yeah, this. I'm with you on that one. Uh, and then Hawks, seventy sixes. That's tied up at one one. That's um, that's in progress at the moment. Oh, that's on right now. Yeah. Is there a score? Yeah, we got ninety three to seventy three. Philly's up. Oh shit! Uh, what do we have? Any stat lines? 
Embiid's balling. Embiid had 40 points on a torn meniscus the other day. You ever torn a meniscus? I've torn both my shits and they're no longer in there. And that's why I've got arthritis. So like, I get, he's obviously playing through it. How do you go playing through that shit? I couldn't. So you can tear it um, and you can still walk and stuff. But mine was, what happened was the, um, if this is the meniscus and it tears, mine like, mine flipped and um, that, that locked my knee. Once it flipped, my knee couldn't do this. Yeah, okay. Uh, so yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't walk or anything. So they went... The first time I did it was like when I was in high school and they, well, they did, they went in, flipped it back and stitched that up and they said, yeah, three months, you should be good. First game back, retour that. So I was just like, take that shit out of there. So they took it out. Um, so then you just bone on bone, just smashing. And then I did the, the other one in college and got them to take that out straight away because I just wanted to play. Okay. And um, I don't know. I guess I regret it because my knee's hurt right now sitting here. <laughs> um, yeah, but if it's a small enough tear, they can they can either leave it, which they're, they're doing right now. He'll, he'll go in for surgery after the playoffs for sure. Yeah, okay. And they'll either stitch it up or they'll, they'll just like, depending on the size of the tear, if it's a small tear, they'll just like sort of trim trim around it so it doesn't. It's not like a tear anymore. So it won't. It won't flip or anything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hopefully he stays good for the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, because I don't. Trey Young plays with no honor. Nah, looks like he's been relatively contained in this game as well. Haven't watched any of it, but he's only on eighteen at the end of the third. Where is it? Uh, they're playing in Atlanta. Okay. So yeah, so this motherfucker reverses into people and gets fouls called. I hate that. I haven't watched him. I can't comment. So he, you know, Chris Paul, Chris Paul does it a bit. James Harden, um, but yeah, he just really he get in front of guys and then like go backwards and then shoot and get get. Yeah, okay. I don't like it. I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. Plays with no honor. But um, yeah, I think Philly like. I think Philly gets up, and I, I like them too because I think, you know, I don't think. As good as the Nets have looked in the play, I mean, not, not the Nets, uh, the Hawks have looked decent. They haven't really had competition. They played New York and yeah. then they, they got that game one in Philly, which is fine. They're not, they're not beating the Nets. I need the Nets out here. So I want, I think Philly is the best matchup if, if Milwaukee doesn't pull it off. If Embiid's healthy, if not, like, I can't see anyone the league beating the Nets. Nah. Dude, what do you think? What do you think of Ben Simmons, man? Everyone, I mean, it's a lot of pressure to put on a young player, but everyone was saying like, you know, this guy, this is the next guy. And I don't fucking see it. Uh, I'm a fan. Okay. But I think that's because I could never shoot either. So I sympathize with the dude. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. I can see him being a contributor on a title team, but not not the first or second fiddle. Like if he's your third piece, 
maybe. Yeah. And I just don't think Tobias Harris is that number two dude. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean I just Yeah, I I don't think he can carry a team. He's not he's not enough of a threat. Like it's the same as Rondo. Like he's a great facilitator and he can, you know, he can get some buckets and he can get fucking two way player, like yeah. And he can get twenty assists or whatever. But without, you know, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen and KG, I don't think Rondo's leading your team to a fucking championship. No. Yeah. Um, you know, and then he gets he gets another one. He's got fucking LeBron James and Anthony Davis, you know, so I, I don't think this guy's the guy. Don't want to write him off yet, Alex. He's still pretty young. Yeah, but he, he has been in the league a while now, though. He's he is young, and I don't think you know he's not shit. He's not shit, but like just the hype. He yeah. he hasn't lived up to it. Yeah, that's a fair call. Yeah, he's definitely got the tool set. It's just a matter of bringing it to fruition on the court. He's not in my conversation of like young players. I'd I'd want to start a franchise around. He's not. He's not there for me. That's fair. Yeah. Um, what, uh, how long, how long are we gone? Where are we at? 45. 45. Let's go to, um, um, what would you call this? I got a, got a suggestion email. Okay. Um, uh, fuck, what would you, what would you? categorize it as advice let's just go to advice we need to move lonzo that ain't no problem that ain't no problem so this one comes in from a guy named george and this was just a bunch of men writing in today as well no ladies uh not no surprises really Uh, whenever a woman writes in a female if we're if we're allowed to call them that i am very surprised that they sit around and listen to this shit but um milkman love the show I just started listening a couple of months ago and I'm aiming to knock out every single app. I wanted to send in a suggestion. It's a game called Just One Minute where you have to talk about a random topic for a minute without deviating. I don't want to give you a topic in case you read these in advance, but you can use a random word from the dictionary or there are tons of topic generators online. I guess you already kind of do this, but would love to hear you give it a try. Keep up the good, the great work, bung bung, George. Um, okay. Do you want to do you want to give me a topic? Um. <laughs> what do you got to say about bookshelves? Bookshelves. Hold on. Let me get this uh, stopwatch here. Um, okay, bookshelves. I don't even know if I can make it. Fu- I, is the is the aim of the game to make it funny, or is it just? I got no idea because I feel like you just talk about random shit anyway. Yeah, I think I was talking about. <laughs> I usually black out in the booth, and I, I think I was talking about um, lighting someone on fire earlier. So, <laughs> um, bookshelf. You know, I knew a guy. I actually knew a guy in high school who was a. He became a carpenter. He went to TAFE. And he, so he built, his whole job now is building bookshelves. And he works, he works at a place that's called Shelves Incorporated. He makes, and you know, you don't, you don't always have to only put books on bookshelves. You can put plants on them, DVDs in them, 
over there you can put um you know you can make it a spice rack if you want you can um sometimes with bookshelves if there's something up high above the bookshelf that you need to reach you can even step if they're made well enough by this guy that i went to high school with his name um his name was uh kevin spacey i think and he he makes these strong bookshelves that you can actually use as a ladder you can climb them uh they're so they're safe your kids they're safe in the sense that they won't fall when your kids climb them but your kid might your kid might fall and i mean you could class that as uh you know a suicide attempt depending on (laughs) depending on how you know how you've been raising your children um you know you're going to make mistakes and your children like i said earlier they're likely going to become pedophiles or you know best case scenario your kid falls off of a fucking bookcase and um, has CTE and murders his family when he grows up. Best case. Best case. Best case scenario. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's two minutes. There you go, George. <laughs> um, Jesus. This one's coming in from Gary. And there's a... I don't know if you guys do this intentionally. Um, there's a strategy here that you can use to make me open your email and that's a good subject line. And Gary's subject line here says, fired for masturbating on a Zoom call. And obviously, I, I think, Gary, you need to go to prison almost. That's essentially sexual assault digitally, you know? And, you know, we've talked about digital penetration and you've essentially done that. You've penetrated somebody's eye sockets with your, your cock. Anyway, let's read this email. So this just happened an hour ago and I'm still shaking. That's disgusting, dude. Does that mean he's having an orgasm? (laughs) Or shaking the the nut off of his slab? Yuck. (laughs) Um, I'm a staff in public accounting and was in the middle of a three-hour training on Zoom. And, you know, know, three-hour trainings can make you very horny. Apparently. Talking about numbers, yeah. This guy's sick. Sorry, Gary. Um, usually when we have these types of calls, I just keep the video running in the background. I walk around the room doing things to pass the time and distract myself from monotone presenters. Well, today I forgot that I left the camera on. I usually always have it off, but earlier today I had a call with the partner to discuss my upcoming promotion. (laughs) You're going to get promoted, you fuckwit. Uh, so I have to have it on. I had no clue. I had left the camera on in the middle of walking around and muttering to myself as I was zoning out. I flipped it out and started to rub one out. I did so with complete confidence. Gee, that's disgusting. A confident wank. That's foul. Um, Openly, ferociously stroking faster and faster until I heard the presenter stop and kindly asked me to turn my camera off. Oh, dude, I feel sick. Oh. No comments. Oh, man. Mortified, I lifted my pants up and rushed over to turn the camera off. Oh, I feel sick, man. I don't hear the keys. Yeah. Key yourself, yeah. bro. Um, I shouldn't say that, Gary, but honestly, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> Soon after the training was over, I had a call with HR and they let me know that I was going to be terminated. Yeah, you surprised, bro? You digitally penetrated your entire fucking work group. I hated the job anyway, so I'm not bummed about that, but I'm not sure what to say in interviews now if I'm asked why I left this job. 
Any advice, bung bung. Oh, well, I wouldn't say I got fired for uh, beating my meat on camera. I'd probably leave that out of the job interview, dude. Um, I would say, I, would, I wouldn't list your fucking company as a reference. How about that for some advice? Um, I would also, you know, maybe next time you've got a Zoom call coming up, hire a prostitute the night before and ejaculate on, you know, on her stomach instead of all over your laptop camera. Um, Gary, what? You know what I've never done? I've never been walking around a room pacing back and forth while I beat my shit. What the fuck is that about? Nah, it's a wild cowboy. And why did you say, why did you use these, um, what's a describing word? Adjective? Or is that a doing word? Verb is a doing word. Adjective. Yeah, why did you use these adjectives here? Um, complete confidence openly and ferociously. When you use words like that about jerking off, you deserve, you deserve to be fired and honestly, maybe be homeless. I don't think, I think you should focus on maybe less about work. I don't think you should get a job, dude. I think you should get a thing called therapy. Um, maybe get, yeah, get a escort maybe once a week as well. You can bang and then, you know, pay her a bit for, for more extra time and you can talk to her about um, whatever the fuck your problems are. I think, did you get, this guy obviously was raised in a religious family and I reckon he got diddled at church by a priest or something. Ferociously. Ferociously diddled. That's so wild, bro. Walking around the back of the church with, you know, Pastor Mike. Um, and that's a wild name because it sounds, that sounds like a rap name. um and pastor mike's walking you around the room like a you know like a dog in training as he jerks you off and so now the only way you can ejaculate is while you're moving around a room and that's you know something that needs to be explored and i don't mean explored as in physically you don't need to walk somewhere you need to sit down and take a long hard look at yourself honestly what do you mean I'm not sure what to say in interviews? Nothing, bro. What the fuck? Say, I uh, didn't, you know, didn't really work out. I'm looking at different avenues of my career. Bullshit them. You don't, you don't admit to jerking off. On, deny till you die, Gary. And also, you know, don't masturbate during Zoom calls. What makes you horny about, I don't know, bro. I don't know, Gary. Don't write in again. Um... This one also, I liked this one. And if you're 50, this is an explicit podcast. I think you're supposed to be 18 and above to listen to this, but this one's coming in from Arthur. 15 and balding. That's wild. 15, sorry to hear that. Look, I've been balding for nine months now and my hairline has receded at least three inches. This shit is ridiculous. Um... And my TV is only 72 inches longer than your forehead, bro. So <laughs> you're going to have to really, you're going to have to sort that out. Um, This shit is ridiculous. I already look ugly. <laughs> I already look ugly as shit. <laughs> and my hair was the last good thing I had. <laughs> uh, my dad has hair. My grandpa has hair. Why the hell is this happening to me? 
What did I do to deserve this? <laughs> Not only this, but I have a dent in the middle of my head, so it's shaped. <laughs> it's shaped like this, and then it's a peanut emoji. <laughs> I just want advice on what to do with myself. Um, I do. St- I'd start with doing stand-up comedy, probably. Um. You said, why the hell is this happening to me? And I can answer that. I think the the first problem here is that your parents named you Arthur. So from the day you were born, you were destined to be an old man. And that's what's happening here is this is your coming of age. Balding for nine months at 15. So I'm saying you probably started at 14, which is real foul. You're in school. You're not going to get... You need to embrace this. I would shave your head, even though you've got the dent, and I'd, I'd probably get some form of tattoo on your head. And I would embrace the the look. Um, that's the only way... Dude, you're 15, and you were... This is a crucial time of your life. You are likely... You're on track to be, you know, to go full Steve Carell here, 40-year-old virgin. Um, so you need, you need to shave your head and get a head tattoo. That's the only way you're going to get any pussy, dude. Easy money. Um, you've also got, what else did you say? <laughs> what did, <laughs> what did I do to deserve this? <laughs> That's wild. That's so wild that like, you know, you got, you know, bombs flying over the Gaza Strip, you know, and you're saying, what do I do to deserve this? I feel so bad for this sad cunt, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I know, yeah, you're 15. I'll tell you this. This is your window. This Your window is now to do something. You can, you know, you can, you can go the easy way out and fucking go to your GP and get prescribed some Propecia or go to, you know, fourhims.com if you're in America or whatever the Australian, ver- Ashley and Martin, you can go see fucking Shane Warne and get get a tan and get some hair extensions or something. You can do that. You know, and some a lot of people are going to give you that advice to go see a doctor. You're going to have to take pills every day for the rest of your life and use weird shampoo that smells funny. Okay, go ahead. Or you shave that shit off, embrace the dent, go to parties, let bitches do shots out of your head. <laughs> let, you know, let people, you know, eat dip out of the dent in your head and shit. Like do party tricks, you know? Get a head tattoo. This is crucial. At this time of life, you can be the bad boy and bitches are going to want to fuck you. Shave your head and get a head tattoo. I'm telling you this. Don't tell your parents who told you to do this, but do that. You're going to have to go to like a bikey or something because most places aren't going to tattoo a 15-year-old. But there are some talented people out there, some artists. Do they sterilize their equipment? I don't know. You could end up, you know, looking like this fucking dude that gave Chet the new strain. I don't know. What I do know is when you're 40 and bald, no no one's going to want to fuck you. When you're 15 and embracing it and doing, you know, party tricks with it, you know, letting, you know, you got mates that are tradies and they're they're spackling your head. They're like plastering over it to make you, 
go full full dome instead flush of that shit out. yeah <laughs> flush it out you know that's hilarious you're going to get chicks doing things like this but when you're 40 you know people are going to think you're divorced and you're not you're still a virgin people are going to look at you and think oh he's divorced and it's, it's probably because he's a pedophile that's how they're going to look at you you need to fuck now now shave your head and get a fucking head tap thanks Arthur oh and change your name <laughs> that's crucial um you know what it is welcome to the potty on everything follow follow it follow us follow the, the thing share hit the fucking share button you hit the share button the show grows and I make money right simple um hit the fucking share button tell a friend to tell so, something's happened oh what's happened oh no it looks like it's stopped recording let it let it go we'll see what we'll see uh, um tell a friend to tell a friend uh this is welcome to the potty and oh yeah make sure dude go to bed with joel because i don't know what's gonna happen to your family if you don't and Bung Bung Coffee, buy it and buy an unsourced t-shirt soft as um, baby thighs. No, 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 no pay. Um, I love you guys, make sure you love yourselves and as always, Bung Bung. Baby, welcome to Baby, welcome to